Well, hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback Experience. This is episode 86. 86. Uh, we don't have a guest on tonight. Just going to chat for just a few minutes. Uh, not intending to be on here for 30 minutes. Because um, as you know, all my podcasts are 30 minutes or less. Um, but a lot's happened this week. This week is the week before Memorial Day. This is uh, currently, uh, this is May the 25th. Uh, it is a Wednesday. Uh, it is the day after uh, the second worst um, school massacre in modern history, I guess. Um, reports are about 19 um school children um have died in um in texas um a little town about 85 miles out from san antonio um i don't normally get on here and talk about stuff like this um and i'm not going to stay here long um but uh if you go to my Facebook pages, Facebook, Brian Hornback, D-O-T-C-O-M. It's Brian Hornback, B-R-I-A-N-H-O-R-N-B-A-C-K, D-O-T-C-O-M. That's where you can find me on Facebook. Uh, if you happen to be one of my friends uh, on Facebook, uh, either on Brian Hornback or Brian R. Hornback, um, I shared it there. Uh, what I did, though, on, on Facebook was just simply... Uh, shared a uh, monologue that Bobby Bones of the Bobby Bones show um had this morning and um you know it doesn't matter um if you're Republican or Democrat Bobby's not really either uh he was recruited uh by both parties to run uh potentially um for uh, governor of Arkansas I believe it's this year uh Sarah Huckabee uh Sanders is running. I don't know who else is running. I'm not even sure when that election is. I don't know if it's this year or not. But anyway, uh, Bobby's not really political. I mean, I think he has political aspirations. Um, I've been listening to him for a number of years. Uh, he is a um, country music um, broadcaster that's now uh, based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, he grew up uh, in Arkansas. Uh, he began his radio career. Well, he began it in 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 arkansas but uh, he began the bobby bones show in austin texas um so he and the people that are on his show are a lot of them are from austin amy's from austin uh lunchbox is from austin uh, i think eddie's from austin um mike is from austin um i think morgan is she's from kansas not sure where raymundo's from and Scuba was from Florida, but wound up in California before he became executive producer of the Bobby Bones show. And Abby's from, I think, around. Actually, Abby's from Kansas as well. But anyway, that's the whole crew of the Bobby Bones show. But anyway, Bobby uh, talked this morning about it, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into it. I am gonna say this. Now's not the time to um, to politicize it. Uh, I've seen some folks 
politicizing it on a local level. State reps that are posting on their Twitter account that they've contacted schools about protocols. You know, if you're a state representative, stay in your lane. If you didn't know what the school, if, if you didn't know, hold on, hold on a second. If as a state representative, you didn't know what the protocols were and what we, and when I say we, I'm talking about my 20 years ago when I was on the school board. If you don't know what the protocols are and if you don't know that they have school resource officers assigned to all the schools and if you don't know that the sheriff's department has a patrol person assigned to every campus. Now, I'll come back to that. Um, then just shut the hell up. If you didn't know that before yesterday and you had to call this morning to find all that out to then put it on Twitter to make you look like you're answering constituents' questions, just shut the hell up. I was elected to the school board in 2000. That was right on the heels of Columbine. Uh, and um, that was before. I mean, we had few security officers in schools, but not what they have today. Uh, as far as the sheriff's department, yes, there are officers that are assigned to campuses on, on the daily lineup. However, it's not, you know, you don't have one patrol officer that's assigned to one school. You might, at a Farragut High School, have an officer that's assigned to Farragut High School, Farragut Intermediate School, and Farragut Middle School. All those three schools are on the same campus. Uh, but uh, I can I can assure you that the Knox County Sheriff's Office does not have an officer at one of all 98 schools in Knox County. They have people who are assigned, and, and during the school day, they'll drive from school A to school B to school C to back to school A to school B to school C. And, and obviously that's all they're doing during those hours that uh, school's in session. Well, before that's all they're doing between the time that students are coming and faculty are coming and, and what they're doing as faculty are leaving. But um, and then they may go on to patrol before that or patrol after that. But there is someone assigned to every campus. That is true. But they also are assigned to multiple campuses as well. Um, so, you know, I'm sorry if I'm on a bit of a soapbox on that issue. But, you know, if you didn't know the protocol before um, this shooting on uh, May the 24th, then you didn't do your job. Point blank. Um, also today, um, Beto O'Rourke, the Democrat in Texas, uh, got up at a press conference of uh, Governor Abbott uh, and challenged him. Uh, Governor Abbott sat there. Um, he sat there. Let me back up. Governor Abbott's in a wheelchair, okay? Um, 
if you could find anything to laugh about from that incident, it's the fact that somebody was telling Beto O'Rourke to sit down. But anyway, I'll I'll digress to that on another day. Um, but here's the deal. Was it a political stunt by Beto O'Rourke? Probably. Uh, if I were Governor Abbott, I would have probably engaged him in about a 10-minute conversation, five minutes for him, five minutes for me. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have shied away. I would not have shied away from, from having a discussion with Beto O'Rourke about it. Um, I suspect Abbott probably won't debate. He probably won't debate, uh, Beto O'Rourke. Um, and that's okay. I, I don't care, but here's the bottom line. I am a supporter of the Second Amendment. I am not one of these that uh, wears my gun on my hip out in public. If I've got, if I'm going armed, you don't know it. Um, and I think that's what it should be. I don't think. I think politicians that make a big deal out of whether they carry, whether they don't carry, um, or whether they're pro second amendment. I think it's, I think it's all rhetoric. I think it's all rhetoric. I'm not, look, I'm, there's, there's an age when you can buy weapons. Okay. Uh, the age is 18. Um, that's the same time that you can go to war. I still contend that that should be the legal drinking age. When I was, when I turned 18, you could buy beer. Um, I still contend that, that if, if you're 18, uh, you, you should be able to, if you can buy a gun, you should be able to buy beer. Uh, those evangelical Christian friends of mine who I consider myself to be evangelical Christian uh, conservative as well. Um, we disagree on that. Uh, but, but if it's legal, it's legal. And, um, you know, whether he should have had an assault rifle, it's not, it's not up to me, but here's the problem. The Republicans won't talk to the Democrats. The Democrats won't talk to the Republicans. And I've said on this Brian Hornback experience before, gridlock is golden. And it is golden because gridlock's golden because they cannot pass anything as long as there's gridlock. So we're not going to get higher taxes. We're not going to get more um laws that infringe on our ability to live our lives. But at some point we need to have a real discussion amongst real adults. And until Washington and Nashville and every other legislative entity and legislative body is filled with intelligent people who can make, who can have legitimate conversations then we have what we have. Um, so that's where we're at. Uh, those families that are going through what they're going through right now, I can't imagine it. Uh, 
uh, we raised three children. They're, they're all adults today. Um, parents aren't supposed to bury their children. Um, grandkids aren't supposed to shoot their grandmother. And I'm not going to point the finger and say that it's anybody's fault. I'm not going to say it's the government's fault. I'm not going to say it's anybody's fault. It's society in general. And the people who are supposed to be the political leaders aren't leading. They're pontificating. They're political grandstanding. They are using political rhetoric. And until both sides will sit down and have a discussion, um, we're going to have what we have. We had a grocery store. Buffalo, New York, less than a month ago. We had a church in California. And now we've had an elementary school in Texas. Second, third, and fourth graders. In the year 2000, I was elected to the Knox County School Board to represent uh, the folks in southeast I'm sorry, Southwest Knox County. In 2000. I think it was March. I don't remember the date. February, March. It's kind of cold. March of 2000. My oldest son, who's 31. was in the third grade. I never had any thought that my kids would not come home one day from school. Whether that was the oldest one who was in third grade in 2000 or whether it was the other two I think we finally graduated the last one in 2015, I think, seven years ago. Um, just shouldn't happen. All right, so that's my that's my pontification. Uh, I don't know that I'll ever do this again. Um, but, again, if you're a politician, if you've been elected to a position and if you didn't understand what the Knox County schools and Knox County had in place for, for security in our Knox County schools before yesterday or this morning, stay in your lane and shut the hell up.